And I am Aware Now. Aware Now, the official platform for causes. Tune in and turn it up as we raise awareness one story at a time for the causes that tie us all together. Jessica Fru has cerebral palsy. Nonverbal, she communicates with an eye gaze application that she's used since the age of nine. As a model and actress, her industry of choice is entertainment, where Jessica works to inspire others and open opportunities for other nonverbal actors with communication devices. She'll not allow her disability to silence her. She wants to show the world that people with disabilities can accomplish anything, if only given the chance. When there are no words, let your eyes do the talking. Now, RuPaul is known for this famous quote. You, Jessica Fru, let your eyes do the talking when there are words. Though nonverbal, you can speak. Your vision paired with technology allows you to make your voice heard. For those who are unfamiliar, with eye gaze communication, please share how this works. The way the Tobii eye gaze with Microsoft Surface Pro works, that an eye gaze camera tracks the person's eye movements, which then moves the mouse on a computer screen. The person selects items either by holding their eye gaze for a certain time, referred to as dwell, by blinking, or by clicking an external button, but with all of technology, sometimes it acts up and has errors. So I just need to wait or restart the computer when it is acting up. Wow, that is incredible technology. Just mind blown from this end. Uh, you know, I, I wanna start, I wanna go back. I wanna go back to the beginning, Jessica. Please share the story of your birth. I was born in Trinitas Hospital in Elizabeth, New Jersey on August 13, 2001, with cerebral palsy because the doctor made my mother push nonstop for four and a half hours after she was fully dilated, causing me and my mother to flatline for 10 minutes. They had to resuscitate my mother first, which caused my brain oxygen deprivation leading to cerebral palsy. My father told me when my mother flatlined in his arms, he thought he just lost his wife and his unborn baby. I also remember my mother telling me a story when she woke up in the ICU at two o'clock in the morning, looking for ice chips. She saw a woman in her room. My mother thought the woman was a visiting nun since it was a religious hospital and she was wearing a bright yellow nun outfit. The woman told my mother she was a good friend of father, uncle, Tom, and didn't worry mm. about you or your little baby girl because everything was mm. going to be okay. Also, you'll be able to see your baby girl tomorrow. The next morning, when my mother woke up, she told the nurse it was so nice for that nun to come into my room last night to visit me. The nurse gave my mother a weird look, said you might have been dreaming because we don't have visiting nuns at this hospital and no visitors came to your room during the night. My mother let it go, told the nurse okay I must have been dreaming, but she knew it wasn't a dream. Later on that evening, she was able to see her little baby girl for the first time in the NICU, and she knew everything would be okay the day after I was transferred to another hospital, where I was there for three weeks in a special NICU. 
that was the beginning of my journeys and challenges in life. Wow, that is an incredible origin story. You know, we hear these origin stories about these superheroes and whatnot, and I think we've just heard one just now. Um, so incredible. So, you know, of all the careers that you could have, Jessica, why acting? The reason I decided to go into modeling and especially acting was because I always felt like I wasn't good enough at anything and people treated me differently than everyone else when I was growing up. But something happened in my life, which made me realize I don't know if I'm not good enough at accomplishing anything if I don't try. So I want my voice heard around the world to help make a difference in this industry for people with disabilities and show people with disabilities to just be yourselves and to believe in yourselves because we all are amazing the way we all are. When I had my first audition for the role in Morgan Stark the coming of age and in that moment while I was playing the character, I felt the character just came naturally out of me like I transformed myself into the character in that moment and I felt so confident about myself in front of the camera. Also, when I'm reading slash pre-programming my lines into my gaze computer, I realize I can do this and make a difference in the entertainment industry because there is a very small percentage of disabled non-verbal actors in the industry. Also, when I guest star a new series called Surviving the Cartel and for the first time, being honest, I truly felt like I was home and I realized this is what I was born to do. What a beautiful thing to have that affirmation, just to say, this is what I want to do. And then when you, when you know it, when you know that you're right, that this is right where you belong, how incredible. Um, so so speaking about, about the acting side of things, because you're a gorgeous model, your pictures are, are stunning. Um, and now speaking to the acting though, if you could have any role in any show, film, theater, production, what would it be what character would you choose? Why? I would say I would pick a light role in any production and a character that is unstoppable through the challenges they face in life because people automatically generalize all disabled nonverbal people to have a server cognitive neurological disability. In other words, they think we are just looking into space don't understand everything which in some cases that might true but every disabled nonverbal is different so we need educate our audience on the camera don't judge the judge a book automatically just do good to talk to that nonverbal person and look into their eyes to see if you get any reaction mm -hmm. and that is such great advice uh, and I hear you, it's so needed. Um, there's so many assumptions that are made, right? And um, we've got to stop that, yeah? I mean, people have to wake up. Um, you know, each and every one of us has had losses and wins in our life. Jessica, what has been your hardest loss and your greatest win? My father passed away from cancer when I was 14. That was my hardest loss at the lowest point of my life because I was broken and so lost. For example, I didn't care if I lived or died. I didn't want to take a shower. I cut all my hair off. I thought his death was my fault. I should have been a better daughter and saved him. I was stuck in my mind with all the negative thoughts. I told no one and I actually put on this happy face. 
I remember we had a big fight the day before he got sick and he was gone in a week. I didn't even get the chance to say I was sorry for the mean things I said because I loved him. That broke me for years. So I completely shut down from anyone around me and completely stopped communicating with my IGA's computer, even to my best friend. But a few years after my father passed, my mother went to a medium and I was able to talk to my father again. I know he was pain-free and very happy where he is now, that put my mind at peace with everything. So I started to turn my life around to help make a difference in the world for people with disabilities and make my father proud. When I guest start a new series, called Surviving the Cartel, was my greatest win because that is the first project I ever did and I don't have the words to describe how I felt in that moment. Wow. Well, I'm so glad um, that you came back to us and you gave your voice to the world again. Again, it's, it's so needed. Um, you are so needed. You know, there are many dealing with great loss right now. People just looking for one good win. For those who feel hopeless, what words of hope would you like to share with them, Jessica? What I had learned from losing my father is that you can come to anything life has in store for you and it makes you stronger than you ever imagined before. So I would say no matter what life throws at you, just remember there's always going to be a bright light on the other side and don't let anything or anyone stop you from getting to the bright light. Mm -hmm. Thank you so much, Jessica. Thank you for sharing your story. And thank you for helping all of us with your story become more aware now. Thank you so much. Tune into our podcast, subscribe to our magazine, find us and join us online. Visit IamAwareNow.com. We will no longer wait for permission to change the world. Together, we are aware now.